I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I have to just, before this episode starts, tell you guys about our amazing event this past weekend. It was so much fun. My sister and I, who's featured in this episode, did something called a healthy summer kickoff. And we did two amazing workout classes at our house out east. Um, We did Happy Baby, but most importantly, we did Physique 57. I can't tell you guys how amazing this class was. I'm still thinking about it today. If you're wondering why my sister looks so good, she has had her fair share of Physique 57 as well. So if you're smart, take the class before it's too late. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I am so beyond excited for our special, special guest today. The one and only, my sister, Albert, a.k.a. Allie. Hi. Hey, guys. (laughs) What's up? So we call her Albert, or I call her Albert. You're not allowed to, because um, in that movie Hitch years ago, his name was Albert Brenneman, and we always needed a nickname for Allison, a.k.a. Allie. Mm. And um, there was nothing except for Allie, which is, like, standard. And so we made it Albert, and it's been Albert ever since. Sometimes it's Albertine. Lovely. <laughs> she is not a huge fan. <laughs> so let's get to know you as if as if we don't. Um, where are you from and how old are you? I am 30 years old. I just turned 30 and I am from the city. Cool. And so you're 30. It's like so not organic. So you're 30, flirty, and thriving. I'm 30, flirty, and thriving. Um, and what do you do? I am a health coach and a fitness and health blogger. Cool. And so what does that entail exactly? Um, basically, I work with private clients and help them um, establish a better relationship with food. Um, and I try to take that to like a more global level with my um, blog and my Instagram where I, you know, provide health tips, fitness yeah. tips. Um, if you're not motivation. already following at Healthy Alibi, A-L-I-B-I, you will find the best cauliflower related recipes <laughs> ever. And other ones. And too. other ones too. I actually had a friend, I was out at a party recently and a girl came up to me and she said, Oh my god, I was just in LA visiting my friend and she was cooking this like elaborate meal and it was so good. And I was like, How did you learn how to do all this? And she, I swear to God, was like, I saw it on Healthy Alibi. No. I does swear. she know her sisters? Yeah, she does. Oh, that's funny. um that's still funny though. It's still so funny. So 
What is your current relationship status? So I am engaged. Okay, let's see the ring as if we have not. <laughs> gorgeous. Still gorgeous. <laughs> um, and how did you and your fiancé meet? Um, well, we actually met in college. Mm-hmm. Where? Um, we went to Syracuse University, and he was, he is two years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we did not date in college. We, I dated other people, um, but I, you know, he, he was a little bit, I wouldn't say nerdy. He was just like a late bloomer and like wore glasses and like. Glasses throughout all of college? Yes. He wore these really cute little Harry Potter looking glasses. Why not contacts? I don't know. I just don't know why he... <laughs> he didn't like them yet. He didn't like them until after college. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. So we were friendly, and I always thought he was, like, a really great guy. Um, but, yeah, we did not date in college. We started dating, um, like, f- I actually set him up with, like, a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. um, after college because... Uh, I just thought he was such a great guy, like a nice Jewish boy from mm-hmm. Long Island. I was like, he's just such a good catch. Like, so there you go. If they're being, if you're, if the girl is setting you up with their friends, there's still hope that you can be with her in the end. <laughs> yes, still hope. Um, and actually, yeah, I just so I would set him up with some of my friends, and it just never worked out. Which and then one time I like got mad at my friend because she actually hooked up with him, but I had no right to because she had a boyfriend. I mean, I had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she had a boyfriend, then yeah, that's complicated. I had a boyfriend, but I was still like, I don't know. I always had like a crush on him because he was mm-hmm. always like the funny guy, and mm. he always had jokes, and he was always like making me laugh. What happened to his funniness? No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. But then we actually didn't, we dated a few years later after that, we were, we had been out of touch for a couple of years and he saw me on the Jumbotron at a Knicks game. So cute. And um, he texted me, you're famous, like those words. And mm-hmm. I just didn't have his number at the time. So I was like, who is this? And, um, and I had a boyfriend at the time. So, you know, he, I basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing came of that, and then I and I told him, I was with my dad at the Knicks game. I told my dad what was going on, and obviously my dad was like so excited because this guy was like Jewish and like, you know, an actual possibility of like a husband other than like the guy I was dating totally. at the time. It's so funny. Like, my parents don't care if I dated you. Ha ha ha! <laughs> I just thought that was so good. I had to. Um. So, basically, I um. So I told him, my dad told me to tell him I'll put him on the wait list. Such a good line, yeah. really. And my dad has all the lines. He sure does. Um, Gotta so, get me one of those. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, lo and behold, I was single. And I texted him, you're off the wait list now. It's <laughs> And then what was your first date like? Do you remember it? I, I do. Jason was sick. Obviously. <laughs> he was actually sick. Like, he was on antibiotics, but, mm. like, he didn't want to cancel, he told me, because, like, he, he thought that wouldn't be, like, you know, I probably would have probably been pissed, you know, because 
even though people are sick, like, you never really know. Yeah, I agree. You never know. I would need proof. Like, yeah. if a guy is going to tell me he's sick, I want him to also send me, like, a prescription. A doctor's note. A <laughs> or a prescription to an antibiotic. Like, if it's a you second know? date, you better be bringing that doctor. I agree. Note. And actually, I had a guy do that to me once. Like, he was like, I'm sick, and I, like, didn't answer, because I was like, fuck that guy. Right, and then he, I came, like, a new text with a picture of, like, a, a, a medicine or something. But I think it's even worse when they, like, send the pictures to try to prove their non-guilt like it's like okay like n- then it's like chill right you know? then it's like, like what else are you trying to hide no, then it's just like chill like you know i i didn't I'm, i don't care that much even yeah but i did. yeah but i would do that you know like right. if i were canceling on someone that i actually really liked and i didn't want them to think that i was making it up i would probably send a picture of yeah i mean it's medicine. definitely legitimate or like a way few tissues yeah that you're like you could do it in truth. a cute way but anyway, so he was sick, but it was still good. Yeah, it was good. You know, like we just had like a dinner mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. It was just clear that like we vibed mm-hmm. and like things, you know, that this was something. Totally. I, I knew like immediately that I wanted to marry him, basically. <laughs> Do you think he would say the same thing? Um, no, I was actually his first girlfriend ever. Um, do you think it's like a red flag that he hadn't been in a relationship or it's just like the way that it went? Honestly, I think it was like kind of a blessing because like I was, I was just like, I would had always been in relationships. So it was really refreshing that like meeting someone who was kind of like the opposite of me. Do you feel like because you've had more experience just in relationships, Um, that you, like, kind of have to, like, teach him this is what happens in a relationship type thing. I had to for a very long time, like, Mm -hmm. but he also was teaching me. Like, I also had, like, probably, like, I was a bit more controlling in my past relationships, a bit more, like, you know, like, fights are a big deal. Like, this could break us right now. And, like, he was always the one to kind of be, like, we're just fighting. Like, this is just a fight. Like, you don't need to, like, move out and, like, you mm-hmm. know, pack a bag, cause a scene. Mm-hmm. So he calmed me down in that way for sure. That's good. Let's talk about when you were single. Um, were there any, like, any great dates you went on? Any really horror story dates? Um, um yeah, like, I, I would say there's, <laughs> there's, there was, like, a few dates that were just, like, I'm just, like, why am I here? This is such a waste of time. Like, yeah. I hate that feeling, like, when because, you're there. Yeah. Because, like, they weren't asking questions or, like... No, like, we vibed it, but, like, it was a total, like, there's nothing here, like, keeping, like, I could be out with my girlfriend right now, you know? Right. Just that feeling of just, like, not... Just like, oh, what a waste. And even though it's not even my money, like, I feel bad. Like, the guy's now paying, you know, 30, he's 30 to $50, you know, poorer because he's, and this is such a waste of time. And I I always feel bad. Yeah, but you can't think of it like that because maybe every time you, like, have a date, you're learning something about yourself. And like sure. more about what you want, and now and you also found like that. you're meeting someone new, and you're having yeah. a new experience. So mm-hmm. it's always a positive to date for sure. It's a good way to look at it. I agree. What are some deal breakers for you, like when you were dating initially, that you would just like someone would a guy would do this, and you'd be like, okay, yeah, it's over for me. Um, a deal breaker would be to be rude to the waiter or like people around mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's like an automatic because it just shows you like who that person really is and what if they really like thinks. mess with the waiter yeah and play jokes on the waiter well that's jason yeah 
then that I guess it depends on how you're doing it. He right. does it in like a sweet way and just right. tries to like get them to laugh because I'm sure they have a long shift. Yeah. Um, a few other deal breakers, I would say, um, not wanting to have kids. Like mm. that's a big deal breaker. Um, but that's not really something that comes up on like a first date. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I hope. Well, actually, I I always like that's something I always because I mean, what's the point of a second date if you're if you're not gonna have kids? Well, they're not gonna know really if they're gonna want to have a kid with you specifically. Yeah, but they on still the first will date. know. But they they will don't want to have whether, kids. No, but. no, they don't know that. Like there are every time I was dating and I went on a yeah. first date, one of my first like. You know, it is like an interview, essentially, because you're like, okay, is there a point of a second date? Let's get the basics out of the way so we could just, like, see if, like, get having a second date is even purposeful, you know? Yeah. That's how I view it. I kind of view it like, like, not everyone does. People are like, oh, this could be fun. Like, for me, it's like, no, this isn't fun. This is a first date. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, testing to see if this could even go on to a second date. Yeah. So why wouldn't I ask if you want to have kids? Do you want to get married? Do you l- want to live in New York? These are, like, my basic questions. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, like, two kinds of people in the world. Ones that say that shit up front, and the others that just, like, let things unravel. I don't think one is right one is right, and one is wrong, you know? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on, like, the person that you are. I'm yeah. just a no bullshit. I can't wait. I don't like being wasted time, you know? I don't yeah, like to waste my time. Totally. I, I agree. And um, so we don't have to get into too much, especially I definitely don't want to hear about your sex life, but I do <laughs> want to talk about sex in general. Um, and I want to bring up, I was joking with, I was on a date last night and I was joking about how excited I was for our episode because we're so different. And I made a joke to my date and I was like, yeah, like I wouldn't tell her if I had sex because she'd be like, I can't believe you didn't wait six months. <laughs> And, like, that's crazy because, in my opinion, if a guy's letting you wait six months, then he has a small you-know-what, and he's just trying to trap you. So, I mean, I agree, like, not first date, but when do you think it's okay? Um, so I have strict rules with dating and with my friends. As, as they all know, they all come to me for advice on these things. Or I, they don't because they're like me they and they know that you're going to disagree. Like my sister, but... I am um, a true believer. I'm a Patty Stanger lover. Oh my (laughs) god! And she's single, by the way. Yeah, but I (laughs) truly feel that it is important to be like in a monogamous relationship before you have sex, like having that emotional connection established, so that he doesn't hump and dump. But what if your monogamous relationship forms as a result of you having sex with them? I don't believe that that's possible. Okay. So what's the smallest amount of time that you can wait if like if you're not sure necessarily if you're monogamous or not? I think like a few like a certain amount of dates, like how much time and hours have you spent with that person, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily So like 3 dates or like 7 dates? No, I think like a 5 date situation okay. could be could be acceptable if like you're really You've discussed things like you're communicative I'm and shocked. like yeah. I mean, again, you're remembering like when I first started dating Jason, it was seven years ago, and yeah. I was 24. Right. I'm now 30, and I think just viewing the whole dating process yeah. is a little different. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think that when dating, if you're dating someone from like an app versus someone that you knew, let's say from Syracuse or back in the day? 
that you have to take it even slower with the person you met on the app because like they're more of a stranger? I actually think the opposite um, because I think when you meet someone, you don't have any mutual friends, like they don't know anything about you. So you actually, in a way, like it it can be really beneficial for your relationship. Um, Mm. I think that's a good time to like, you know, meet friends earlier and to like Mm -hmm. get to know each other in a different way earlier Mm -hmm. in the relationship. And I think when you know the person ahead of time, like it's easier to wait longer for sex and make sure, like, especially knowing that this person was a player or this person, this, right. like, you know, the background, whereas on an really app date, yeah. on an app date, you don't know anything. So you're going in blind yeah. and in a way it's very positive. Yeah, I guess I never really looked at it like that, but I think you're right. I, I guess like I, when I, from my experience with app dates, not like recently, but in the past, it's like, it's like, I still feel sometimes as if I'm, it's a stranger, like even like three dates in, you know? Right. In a way, it just makes it more fun. You're just learning every date, you're you're learning something new. And like by every behavior that they exhibit, you're learning something new. Like this Mm -hmm. one guy was dating habitually late to every date, but every time he would have an excuse, like that was almost legitimate, except that it happened every time. Right. So if that happens every time, you're just like, and I, and I don't know you before, and, like, I'm sure all his friends right. are like, this person's always late. Right. But, like, what do I know? I'm just right. sitting here waiting for you because I'm prompt to yeah. everything that I do in life. And if I'm on time, I feel that I am late. That guy was habitually yeah. late, so that's obviously not good. That's, like, a deal breaker. For sure. What's another deal breaker that comes to mind? Um, I think another deal breaker um, is not wanting to have a family mm-hmm. and not... Um, wanting to you know be a father a young father and what's a young father to you um someone who wants to be able to run around with their kids no but like what age oh um i mean it depends how old you know the guy is when you meet so let's say you meet the guy when you're 27 you're 27 and how old is he let's say he's the same age so i think you know within a reasonable it depends like you know kind of how the date you know i think 27 you should be able to if if it works out and you get married you should have kids by like 30 31 okay i don't know it depends like where you are as a yeah. couple and and what if that person was like i would rather wait till i'm like 32 it depends on the reasons why mm-hmm. you know like are you not finan- do you feel like you want to be financially stable by that time mm-hmm. cuz that i understand right um, but if it's just because you decide you would like to wait, right? That I don't think that I think you need to respect what the women would like as well. I agree. Let's talk about religion when it comes to dating. Um, so, were you? So just like I'm just gonna give background and like break the fourth <laughs> wall for a second. We we were raised like not so religious. We were um, what's it called? Reform. Reform, Reform Jews, and so we went to temple, but it was like. A, more of a scene and less of like a religious experience and <laughs> the cantor was like questionably Christian um, <laughs> but then you know now your partner is more religious so let's talk about that and how that plays into a relationship well he himself is not religious his you know his you know father's family happens to be very religious and you know, so, and his, you know, his dad's family's kosher, but his mom is not religious at all and almost is 
different is the opposite of that but he as a respect thing you know wants to be is wants to be more respectful of his father so he you know our house is kosher mm-hmm. we have a kosher home <clears throat> mm-hmm. um and but we don't eat kosher outside of the house but when we are with his father we do out mm-hmm. of respect and was it hard for you to want to change your home into a kosher home or was it like exciting and you were interested in the tradition um it wasn't that exciting for me at first uh-huh. i was very confused i had a few <laughs> i had a few mishaps <laughs> um as did i by the way when i would come over i would bring like <laughs> chicken when it was like i don't know yeah. what dairy night or yeah. it's the same thing i have no idea i could just i could think of just one time well, a few times, but this one specific time where I really, I really screwed up. I, we were having a dinner party. This was right in the beginning of our relationship. And basically I was cooking chicken cutlets, which is like one of my all time favorite dishes. Same. And I, yeah. And I, I actually put milk in the eggs. And so, and the chicken came out really amazing. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the dinner party, everyone was telling me how delicious the chicken was. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then when everyone left, I said to, I said to Jason, you know, you know, I have a secret ingredient that I put yeah. in the chicken to make it really yummy. And he's like, what was it? And I was like, I put milk in the eggs. And he's like, what? You put milk in the eggs? He's like, that's not kosher, Ali, that we had a whole, you know, we had to. So I was learning and it was whatever. It was my sin. So Did you have to write a note to the people that? No, we never told. Party. So the people who came to the dinner party, oh, wow. some of them were kosher and they never know. To this day, they don't know. And I won't name oh, them. Oh, my gosh. You think that they <laughs> certain certain ones of them think that they're still keeping kosher to Probably. this day? No, they, I mean, because it wasn't their fault. So technically yeah. it's not. But either way, you know. I, I've learned since then. That was totally. many years ago. Well, go, so going back to just eating and like eating in the home, when we were growing up, we had the same dinner every single night. We and did. it was chicken cutlets or a hot dog. Or steak. Or s- steak was rare. Rare. But, but steak sometimes. Not rare steak. <laughs> <laughs> no, medium rare. But, um, and pasta. And there was never, like, a side of broccoli. Never a vegetable. There was never, like, some Brussels sprouts. Never. So when we got older, and also when we would go to friends' houses. Oh, my my fly was unzipped this whole time. <laughs> when we go to friends' houses and things like that, like, we just wouldn't eat the vegetables never. there. And then, like, fast forward to when we were, like, I don't know, in high school and graduating from college, we still weren't eating vegetables. No vegetables. To the point where I actually made an Instagram called Don't Expect Salads. Mm-hmm. And we just did not eat salads. And then all of a sudden, one day, you started to try salads. What, it wasn't when all was of a it? sudden. I would but this say... is when you were still eating gluten. Yeah. So yeah. I was not diagnosed with gluten uh, as celiac yet. So, But I was... See, I started eating healthier when I... Um, when I was in college, my roommates would always cook vegetables and then I would try them and like they made things I liked. So I would, that's when I started eating vegetables. Um, but I would roast them until they were like burnt, like as if they were a chip, mm-hmm. um, which I still love to do. But so, but I didn't really started like expanding my palate until Jason and I met and started dating and mm-hmm. he would be like, oh, let's have oysters with our wine or, right. you know, let's, you know. I don't know. So we that's when I started trying different things because we would share things. And I was like, 
I can't be like this person. Like I have right. to be like, you know, I want to be healthier. Mm-hmm. So, but he kind of helped me to, to discover that part of myself, I would mm-hmm. say. That's great. And so, but now it's led into, so just for anyone who doesn't know, I have this Instagram called Don't Expect Salads and it's like a food Instagram. And now my sister is a health coach and she does the opposite, which is like encourage people to eat salads, which not is so funny. Not necessarily salads, not necessarily healthy food that yeah. agrees with their body and yeah. just to develop a better relationship with Exactly. Food. But there was a time where we were both eating very badly there together. Was. And yes, there was. You, so this is what I was, I was telling, um, I was at dinner last night with our cousin and her mom and we were talking about, um, we were talking about like how we used to eat and, mm-hmm. um, I would, I was saying that we used to have dinner at 5 PM, We did, which is true. And I still love dinner at 5 PM. <laughs> so weird. Um, but it wasn't like a healthy thing by any means. We were just so hungry we all the time. We were starving. Like we were starving from nothing. Well, we, no, because we would have a sport after yeah, school. Yeah, right, right, And then right. by the time we got home, I was, right. I would call, I would call in advance and let, you know. Our, I don't want to say your housekeeper. <laughs> you can say our housekeeper. Our, our housekeeper, no, to like that. I that you know, I was on my way home. Can like dinner be yeah. on the table? Yeah, and and like uh, yeah, you kind of forced me to eat at five, but it was fine. And then our shows would come on at like eight and nine. So we wanted to, be and that's nine. when we no. So that's when we went into the TV room with a huge amount of snacks. Yes, yes. And because we were starving because we'd eaten at five. So it was like a really dumb idea. It was really fun. And we would bring, we would need like salt and sweet. Like we would bring yes. like chips, but also cookies. Right. Like, cause we, you need the, yeah. the savory. But it was just sweet. like sad that we had all of that I around mean, it our was house. sad, yeah. But it's because of our dad who, shout out, does not eat healthy at all. No, no. He actually puts on his bagel, he puts butter and then cream cheese. And, but he thinks it's okay cause he jogs. Every day. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And um, he probably eats bacon just as much as I do. But um, anyway, so going back to dating, do you, when you were dating, did you ever date um, outside of your religion or outside your ethnicity? Yes, I did. I've dated, you know, all kinds of guys, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it wasn't really, I really wasn't in the mental state to, you know, think about it in a future kind of way. It was just like, what is working for me right now? Who am I attracted to right now? Um, so when I kind of, when it kind of came down to it, you know, for me, just my lifestyle, I, I just knew that I, a Jewish guy would, you know, I wanted to date one, to marry one. Right. So obviously, like nowadays, everyone's just so millennial about dating and feels like there's always something better, especially in New York. Do you feel like guys, at least from New York, need to kind of like lose something in order to realize what they have? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think, I think not all guys, but mm-hmm. I think probably most of the millennial guys mm-hmm. need that because. We're in a different time period than, you know, even in our parents' age, like, they went through, I'm sure they went through things, you know. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it's important to know and appreciate what you have. And sometimes you don't appreciate those things until it's gone. Right. I agree. Do you, um, fuck, I forgot the question. Like, do you think that 
we are our friends and they're a reflection of who we are? Um, I do. And that's why I think there's, you know, sometimes it's hard to like maintain friendships with people that you grew up with because you evolve and grow into a certain person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, although we have friendships from our childhood, you just grow in different directions. And I think it's really hard. And I think to keep a friendship you know, that's been around for, you know, since high school or since middle school or elementary school even is very difficult because we grow, you know, individually and Mm -hmm. the friends we make later in life are usually the people we have more in common with. Why do you think that is? Because like we are who we are already. Yeah, like, you know how they say, like, you know, in your 20s, you're really, like, in your 20s, you're transitioning um, to people who, to meeting people, new people who maybe you have more in common with, and also, like, trying to figure out whether the older people who you've been friends with, you know, are, you know, still in your life in the same in the same way that they were once. And I feel like 20s are just really hard for that reason, because you're constantly trying to... Um, you know, just figure out your friendships and like mm-hmm. which ones are going to stick throughout your the rest of yeah, your life. I agree. Do you think it's unhealthy to only have friends from when you were young? Definitely. I think yeah. you should always be making friends. And like the second you close yourself off to meeting people, like I, I don't even understand. That. Right. But what about people who only have new friends and like have no friends from? There's back a in lot the of day? people like that. Do you I- think that's also bad? No, I don't think that's bad. I just think maybe they were so... Maybe they were a really big nerd when they were young Mm -hmm. and they only had those friends and then they evolved into something else and were able to connect with people in a different level as they got older and more confident Mm -hmm. and more self-sufficient and secure. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's, like, alarming at all. Totally. To have no friends is alarming. Exactly. (laughs) This weekend, we missed you, but we were out in the country and... I was hanging with my one of my best friends and her fiance, mm-hmm. um, and we were having a conversation about just like how hard it is to maintain a friendship with like as as people start to couple off, if the women don't like each other as equally as the men like each other and vice versa, mm-hmm. the relationship will become like stagnant and will basically end with those people you know and a lot of people don't realize that do you have you had an experience like that where maybe your friend chose a partner that you couldn't like you know or like you know how does that work Um, do you think it's important to have a close relationship with both your friend and their partner as we start to pair off um i think that obviously the it's ideal like you want to have um a close relationship like the the women want to have a friendship and then the men want to have a friendship and then you could you know see each other more easily in like a social setting but i don't think it's like the only way to keep a friendship going like jason has a lot of some friends who like i don't know it's not that i don't love their you know wives or fiancés but like we don't have as much in common and i prefer that he goes and sees the guy on right, his own and right. he has this same with me totally so i think it's completely fine to like continue you know to do that but at the same time like if he asked me like would you come out to dinner with them 
together. And I, I, of course, I would go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about something that we've never talked about before, which is funny. And I honestly don't want to ask you, but I have to because you're on my show. Um, Do you watch porn? Oh, um, I don't really watch it like myself. No. What does that mean? You watch it with someone else? No. I don't want to know more. (laughs) I don't watch it with someone else either, really. I just like. So you watch it in a group? (laughs) <laughs> no i porn is not really in in my life mm-hmm. it just isn't okay good. i have watched it before but mm-hmm. i i don't watch it now mm-hmm. yeah do you <laughs> yeah we can i don't want to talk about sex anymore um but um what oh i i can ask you this but i don't want to know if it's gonna play out but do you have any fantasies when it comes to that stuff I mean, I think we all have fantasies. Sure. But um, I'm not, like, going to talk about them. <laughs> okay, good, because I don't want to hear about them. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Do you believe in threesomes? Um, I personally, like, think they're great and, like, amazing, but mm-hmm. I personally just would never, like do like probably have one mm-hmm. you need to be like comfortable you need to be like stable i don't know like i personally think that could go really wrong i think mm-hmm. you know there's just too many and then you're always thinking like after that say you do agree to it and it happens like then you're always thinking like oh my god like does he prefer that one like no you know, no but i'm saying there's oh there's so many yeah it's, the negatives it's jo- outweigh it's the positive it's too much It's a lot. Yeah. You have to really know that your partner is, like, repulsed by any other woman to do it. Not even repulsed. Like, Like, obviously, they're not... That's, like, unrealistic. It's just, like, is this something that I'm willing to... Like, it just is... Yeah. It just probably... I'm not at that level of, like, sexual exploration. That's fair. And what about open relationships? You heard um, at our Caroline show that you and Jason were both at, you heard Alex talking about her open relationship. Yeah. I was, like truly like thought she was amazing because like i was thinking in my head if he ever in Mm -hmm. a million years like that would be the end right (laughs) sorry no open relationships here right that's That's just not how yeah i I mean it's 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 not for everyone i feel like you're just a traditional person in general i indeed am yeah do you as a traditionalist do you believe in a lady in the streets of freaking bed (laughs) <laughs> I really do. I think that the, that you, the freakiest women are probably, like, very, you know, you would just never know. Yeah. My friend's mom gave me crazy advice once, but it was so spot on. She said, if your man's not getting it from you, he's getting it somewhere else. It's probably true. You mm-hmm. never want to. I always agree. Like, you, you definitely don't want to. Right. But it's the same with women. Like, we need to be pleased as well. Of course. So, if you're not giving it to your woman, she's getting it somewhere else also. Probably. Do you Uh, think that you genuinely see things or signs that remind you of someone because of a deeper meaning? Or that you see them because you like that person? Like, can you explain? Like, you know, let's say you're walking down the street and, like, you and an ex, like, used to have a joke about, like, how hot dog vendors always wear red hats or something. And, like, you saw a hot dog vendor wearing a red hat. Would that be because, like, fate wants you to think about that person or text that person? Or is it because, like, you just like them, you know? No, I don't think so. I think those... I think 
for me, like, I don't even remember the jokes that I had. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when you, when I move on in a relationship, I, like, I, everything that happened that was, like, good is probably repressed. And now I only can think of, like, the positives. Yeah. And I only think of the negatives from that. Like, right. that's just how my brain works. Um, that's good. Yeah, it's, like, not even conscious. But um, I think you're allowed to, like, think about... You know, I don't think that means you, you should contact them and text them and have a moment with them. Right. I just think it's like, oh, yeah, that, that's yeah, fun. That reminds me. You can me. think about them. Yeah. Would you tell a friend of yours if you thought they were settling? Oh, God. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's told, someone told me that once. Really? Yeah. When I was what? dating someone. And um, they, they just said, like, I just don't think he's on your level. Yeah. Which was nice. Like, I couldn't be upset about it, you know? I think I've said that before to people. Yeah. I think I have said that before because... But I don't think I've done it in a way that's, like, abrasive or, like, judgmental. Just kind of, like, if they tell me a story about a specific thing that happened or something where they were like what do you think of this i'm just like i'm not sure i never think you should give advice to someone at any point i just think you should allow them to like ask questions to allow them to reflect on like and what and so they can figure out what they think is the best way to like proceed or handle something right agreed i want to talk about zodiac signs because i didn't ask you i don't think i asked you but what's your zodiac sign I am an Aries. So not only is she an Aries, but Albert is April 19th, which is the last day of Aries. And the astrologist I saw recently said there's no such thing as a cusp. It just means that you're more of that sign. Interesting. Yeah. So that's interesting. So um, Albert is an Aries with a Taurus rising and a Gemini moon. And so the Taurus rising makes you, like, want stability, but also makes you, like, very um, commanding in a way. Which is, like, I once tagged you in a meme about Taurus rising, which was Mariah Carey being like, we need to leave for the party now. Yeah. And then, like, when she's ready to leave the actual party, she's like, we need to leave the party now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, like, a perfect example. But then your Gemini moon makes you, like you know, excitable and like into, you know, doing fun and interesting things and change and challenge in, in relationships, which is, which is exciting. And Jason, since, since no one asked, but I want to tell everyone is a cancer and he is an Aquarius rising, which means he's like very like righteous and like wanting to do right by things, you know, which is so true. And he's an Aries moon, um, which, so I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but a man's moon sign represents what he wants in a woman most of the time. Really? So, yeah. So that's a big tie for you guys. And then a woman's moon sign represents her relationship with her mother. So what's my moon sign? Your moon, ironically, is the same as our mom's. (laughs) And it's Gemini moon. Yeah. That's so funny. Isn't that funny? But that's that's probably why I think you guys are so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and my moon is Capricorn, which is like rigidity and like stuff mm, like that, which I is that. which makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You far, don't know it's me. It's not a far stretch. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, have you, have you, oh my God, I almost want to ask you like 
Um, have you... Mm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> makes noise. Um, what's the kind of guy... Who's the kind of guy that you want me to end up with since you already oh. chose the kind of guy for you? Um, I want you to end up with someone more stubborn more stubborn than me so that you have to be less stubborn no i think that's wrong i think they have to be very sweet and like accommodating but um i do think that the guy you end up with is going to be um is going to be very righteous is i don't know about that one that's such a random one my my psychic slash astrologist said that i need someone who's creative and oh god! I don't even know what it, what I see you in. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I just don't know. Yeah, I'm figuring it out too. We'll figure it out together. Yeah, How I really. That? You don't know until you know. You don't. You really don't. Okay, going back to the questions. So, do you think that we knew our partners in a different life? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's why we're drawn to them, or just like an, an additional fact? Um, I think that's why we're drawn to them, and I think that if you're in, t- in touch with your, like, sixth sense in mm-hmm. a way, which I think every person has within them, but I don't know that everyone can connect with it, mm-hmm. um, then I do think very much so. Like, mm-hmm. the moment Jason and I had an exchange, like, timing-wise, when I was ready to meet, like, the, the person I was going to end up with, mm-hmm. his name, when it appeared, like, via text message... It felt to me very much like it was I had met him in a different life. Oh, I so did know him like in college, so and we'd had mm-hmm. you know s- spoken over the years between when we got together in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I had set him up with like numerous friends, as I said right. earlier, but it didn't connect until right. the moment I was ready, timing wise, to date him. Right. That's so fun. That really makes sense. And also, I think that we knew each other in a different life. You and I? Yeah, and I think I forgot to tell you this, but I I think I touched on it a little bit with the psychic. Um, We knew each other in a different life, and Mommy and I knew each other in a different life, and we were all in, like, a similar life at one point, but I was, like, in charge, which is why I, like, think (laughs) I am. Which is funny. I could see that. Which is why I, like, think that I am sometimes when I'm not. Oh, it's very funny. Right? Isn't Could that be. so funny? Who like knows, I was like though. a general. I mean, I think that the, all these things should be taken with a grain of salt. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, that's very spiritual. Um, okay, so I, I feel like you'll agree with me on this, but girls initiating text with guys is fine. Like if they're dating, like yeah. casually dating, but not initiating plans. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. I don't think the plans should ever come from. Oh, the girl. also, how long when did you guys say I love you? I forgot to ask. Six months into our relationship. Okay, so that to some girls might be a red flag, but I actually think I've had a I have had a few girls DM me recently that like it's a like around between like five and seven months, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's when like it lasts longer because the guy or like you know you you both are still like really marinating in like that love for one another. I mean, You're not I just had saying loved him. it. I had started you know knowing I loved him or very early on but I did not want to be the first to say it because you never yeah. want to be the first but I realized you know because as I mentioned I was Jason's I'm Jason's first girlfriend that it was gonna have to come from me first right. because he did, probably didn't even know even if he was feeling it he may not know how to even like recognize that right what that is what right that feeling was so I um we were in Spain I remember exactly the moment 
um, we were in Spain in Mallorca and we were in a hotel in our hotel and it was like the middle of the night and I just like I just I wanted to say it for so long mm-hmm. and I knew he wasn't going to be the first to say it he's just not that type of guy um, so I was just like I love you and then he said it back and I don't even know if he like meant it yeah. honestly it was six months and whatever but I just remember like after that like all bets were off I was telling him all the time oh god <laughs> obviously I'm sure he loved that <laughs> he did love that yeah no that's cute um Okay, do you think that it's a turn on when you know someone likes you, but they won't, like, they don't change their plans for you? Meaning, like, you know, let's say you had just met Jason and, like, you know, he had a plan to, ooh, sorry, a plan to, like, go out to dinner with his brother or, like, Mm -hmm. with his friend and, you know, you wanted to see him, but, like, it... You know where I'm going with this. Or, like, let's say he had a weekend trip planned when you had first met, right? And, like, you started spending some time together, but, like, he still went on his weekend trip. Right. That kind of thing, you know? That just happened with a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, She was dating this guy, and he had a birthday trip planned. Mm -hmm. um, And he, you know, she. it's like, should you be offended that he had this trip planned before and you're not going? Right. Um, But I think you have to be cool in those moments. Like, I agree. Those are like testing moments and you have to be like the chill girl. Otherwise mm-hmm. you're the psycho. Right. And that's it. <laughs> 100%. So funny. Um, I was talking about this with our parents in the car the other day. You should strive to be in a relationship in which you can be every version of yourself. Do you agree? Yes, but not... <laughs> I mean, you know how I feel about this, but not necessarily until a certain amount of time has passed. <laughs> but what's the difference? I mean, what what is the amount of time like like to show your true colors? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that there's a specific amount of time, but I do think there needs to be an emotional connection. Right. Right. Like similar to how I feel about sex. But what if like what if that person never brings out any negative side of you so you don't, don't ever have to should. show them that? Do you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so then I think that's even better. Like, right. I think that's great. They shouldn't bring out a negative right. side of you. And if they do, um, I think you need to, especially early in a relationship, be right. like, what is happening here? Right. I feel like if they do bring out, like, a bad version of you or anything like that, it has to mean that you are not meant to be. Not necessarily, but it has to It has to be a, a time for reevaluation. Right. Do you think that people change? Yes. And what, if, if you do, is there an age in which it stops? Um, I don't think there's a specific age. I think when you meet someone that you want to make it work with and something about someone, one of your personalities clearly is causing a friction between you guys, then I think change is just going to happen if you want to make it work. Right, but I'm actually not talking about it when it comes to your partner. I'm talking about, like, it, as an individual self changing. Um, I and, think like, changing ways and things like I that. I do think it's possible. I think it's less possible without some kind of motivation. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is possible. Mm-hmm. Usually there's a reason, though, whether you're you're changing into a healthy lifestyle because, you know, you had some kind of scare or, like, there needs right. to be... Sometimes there just needs to be a reason, unfortunately. Right. Do you think that every guy wants to have anal sex with his girlfriend? That is so disturbing. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. 
I don't and think be so. No. I think a lot of mm-hmm. guys probably view it as like, yeah, this is. It's gay. so funny. You and mom like l- like hate anything like that's like graphic or like <laughs> sexual. Like, but it's so weird because like this weekend, for example, we had the, this float out in the pool and it's filled with water and the water somehow turned red. So I go to I go to mom. Why is there period blood in the float? And she goes, "Ew! Don't speak like that to me." <laughs> and I was like, "What? It's period blood." Ew! Is it was it really? No, I don't know what it was. But do you think that it's possible to not be over your ex when you start dating someone new, but like eventually get over them by falling for the new one? Yes. But like, when do you when do you mourn the loss of the old one? Then I think privately. I or think, never? Um, I think that in order for the next relationship to work, the mourning has to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think that it happens in your own terms. I don't think it needs to be something open that you talk about with right. the current person. And I don't think it needs to be something you talk about necessarily with anyone. It's right. just a process that we naturally go through when something ends. Would you date a bisexual? No. Why? I just instinctively wouldn't because... I personally, I just, I don't think it, I think it, the, the thought of them being with someone of the same sex, to me, as a traditional person, the idea of that just is a turn off to me. Mm-hmm. I like a really manly man who's like very, you know, into, you know, who's very masculine. Who's into and, vagina. Right. <laughs> Do you think that a man's personality changes based on whether or not they have a full head of hair or a balding? Their personality? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. How much stalking did you do before a date back in the day? And, like, do you have your friends, too? Um, not much. And I think it's really unhealthy. But, like, what about if you just need to find a picture of them? Oh, well, then, yeah, of course, you could. That's not stalking, though. That's just finding a picture. Stalking is a different situation. Really? I feel like stalking is, like, such a, like, lax term nowadays. Like, stalking is nothing, you know? Oh, I I think there's a level of stalking. Yeah. Well, stalking, like, stalking pre-date and stalking post-date are very different. Stalking pre-date is, like, where did he go to school? Where did he grow up? Right. Who are our mutual friends? Yeah. And stalking post date is like, who's the latest person he added on Instagram? Right, I think. What was the last picture he liked? And who followed him last? And who added him on Facebook? Right. And who did he Venmo this week? But you could just, even just the way you're saying that, you can even, you know, that's just an unhealthy mindset. 100%. It's crazy. I... If I have to go into a news feed to see what pictures a guy I'm dating is liking, it's over already. Yeah. You're, you know? you're already killing it. Yeah. 100%. Which leads me to my next point, which is that, like, do you think that you should be with someone who you're just, like, beyond excited about from the first date? Or you should be with someone who you, like, can't. You're like, oh, I can't decide. And then the more you learn about them, like, the more you you get to know them the more you like them and then, like, eventually love them. Yeah, I do agree. I do think that it's possible to do that. I really think, like, lo- dating and love and marriage um, at this age for us is more about... 
is a lot about being logical and realistic mm-hmm. rather than being passionate. Like, I don't think, I think the passion comes, right. you know, when the sex comes, when the emotion comes. Right. But I think before that, you're logistically, like, interviewing and seeing if you vibe and seeing if you have good energy together and seeing, you know, how easy conversation is, things like that. For three months, remember, ladies, wait three months. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the guy. No, yeah, it definitely does. Um, and what's a quote or phrase when it comes to like love and dating that you that you've heard that you like? Um, this will be like the last question. Um, I would say a quote about love and dating is. Find the one that you can not be bored of and spend 24 hours with. So meaning not be bored of after spending 24 hours with? Yeah, just find the one who you you can sit quietly reading books next to each other and it, there's no awkward silence or there's no... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, find the one who keeps your mind at peace not the one who, you know, revs up all of your energies. Just find the one who's consistent, reliable, and loving and makes you feel stable and and happy. Just content. Love that. Love that. Love that journey, (laughs) as Joe would say. Um, Okay, amazing. So, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this Sista Sista episode. Um, And you can follow Albie at Healthy Alibi on Instagram. And you can go to healthyalibi.com, which is just spelled healthy and then A-L-I-B-I.com for her amazing recipes. Um, I was actually talking with Britt this weekend. She, like, has tried some of your recipes. Really? Yes. So what are your top three recipes? Cauliflower... Um, something with a cauliflower stir fry. Yeah. Um, I like personally like my fish recipe. Mm-hmm. I like my turkey meatball recipe, mm-hmm. and I really um, personally enjoy just like my plain vegetable recipes. You heard um, it here first. Oh, and my burger, my turkey burger. Oh, and with there's a turkey burger. Fries. So this summer, when everyone's barbecuing, you can shadily drop that burger on the grill. Yeah, yeah. Turkey and burgers are just as it'll yummy. be great. Awesome. And if you guys can write us an awesome review in the, um, in the app store, the iTunes review section.